Welcome to episode 179. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Welcome to episode 179, Grace to You and Peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. We are talking about step number five on the mountain of God, and if you are new to this podcast, then you may have to go back and listen to some of the Mountain of God episodes in multiple episodes about the journey, the Christian journey through life. But we got a picture what this is, and we know it's not a straight line to give us some kind of idea of different stops on and different truths in the Bible. We put different stops on this walk up the mountain. And the fifth stop on this mountain is endued with power. And I think that this is one of the things that's lacking. And we talked about this on the previous episode, but I think that this one thing, if you can put your finger on one thing about what's wrong with, maybe it's the Western church, but the modern Western church is that we have just walked God almost out of the building that if Jesus was here and was doing these miracles, somebody would accuse him of being a word of faith guy. And it's incredible. I see some of these people that just, I guess they love Jesus and they mean well, but they're taking their sword out and they're stabbing believers with their sword. That's their whole deal is they're going to get out here and we're going to call these, quote, faith people or these word of faith people We're going to call them of the devil. We're not warned against flesh and blood. Now, you can say that I have a demon on me because it says that the just shall live by faith. I'm trying to live by faith. I'm trying to walk my walk out with the word of God. Now, do I do it perfect? No, I don't do it perfect. I don't do it perfect today. I don't do this podcast perfectly. So there's no way in the world that I'm going to come to you and say, look, I've got this thing all figured out. You just need to follow me as I follow Jesus. No, what I want you to do is I want to just talk about something going on in my mind in this word as I'm reading it, and I want you to dig into the word of God. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what does he say? Did he, is that right? And the Holy Spirit, he leads and guides and directs me. He's everywhere all the time. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent, all powerful, and he's omniscient, which knows everything, Why not ask the Holy Spirit for help? The only reason I'm here is to get you in the Bible, is to get you fired up. And we're going to go to John 8, 31. Then Jesus said to the Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you want true freedom, you need to abide in the word of God. And Jesus told his disciples, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Why do I always tell you to get into the word of God? Because God did not tell you and I to make babies. God told you and I, Matthew twenty-eight eighteen, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things that I command you. And, lo, I am with you always, 
even to the end of the age. Amen. Jesus commanded you and I to make disciples. He didn't tell us to make babies. Now, we have to make babies to make disciples, but I believe you need to be a disciple to make disciples. You can be a disciple and make babies, but you can't be a baby and make a disciple. That's kind of like the blind leading the blind. You have got to abide in the Word of God, and you need to just get in it, and you need to figure this thing out and quit worrying about what anybody else is saying. What does the Bible say? Let's get into the Word. Let's figure this thing out. It says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So we are to work out this thing, you and I, with fear and trembling, and we are to just get this standard, and we are to put this standard on our lives. I call it a biblical worldview. It is to use the Bible as your standard, as the prism of that you look through life, if you have a question, you need to go to the Bible to get the answer. Now, I know that's oversimplistic, and you can't always just dig around in the Bible when you have a question. If the truth is inside of you, you don't have to dig into it to get the right answer. I'm encouraging you to get in the Word, let the Word get in you, and then you will start making better choices. It just happens. I can't tell you how or when, but it'll happen. Now, before we can be endued with power, we have to understand that it is not our power. This is not your power. It's not my power. This is the power of God. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living on the inside of you and I. We've got to figure out what we've got then we need to figure out how do we use it. If you are a disciple of God, you were commanded to heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, freely you've received, freely give. You don't believe me? We're going to go to right now to Matthew 1. And when he called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And I want to remind you of the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 18. Then Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore. Why? Because all authority has been given to him, and he's given it to us. And I want to go to Paul. Paul is talking about this same power in 1 Corinthians. And I want you to hear Paul's heart in 1 Corinthians 4. 14, I do not write these things to shame you, but as my beloved children, I warn you. For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you, imitate me. For this reason, I have sent Timothy to you, who is my beloved and faithful son in the Lord, who will remind you of my ways in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church." Now some are puffed up as though I were not coming to you, but I will come to you shortly, if the Lord wills, and I will know not the word of those who are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. What do you want? Shall I come to you with a rod or in love and in a spirit of gentleness? You know, I've got superior reading skills, but I want you to go back and read 1 Corinthians four fourteen through 21 and Paul is pretty much saying, imitate me as I imitate Christ. In fact, he goes into, 
I think it's first. It's in First Corinthians too. I want to say it's like eleven. I'm I'm turning on it right now. Yes, First Corinthians eleven one. Imitate me just as I imitate Christ. So Paul is telling people, hey, imitate me. And Paul's telling the Corinthian church, but I will come to you shortly if the Lord wills, and I will know not the word of those who are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. And I want you to know that that is so strong that most people just choke on this right here. This bread of life right here, most people in the church are going to choke on it. Why? Because it's all about personal responsibility. It's all so much easier to blame God for someone not getting healed, for something not happening the way it should have happened. It's so much easier to say, well, it wasn't God's will. Well, God give you and I the power, and we need to use it. We need to learn how to use it. And I think the first step in order to use this power is to die daily. You cannot conduct the power of God if you are not humble. You need to humble yourself. I believe humility is the wiring that will conduct the power of God. If you do not humble yourself, you will not be able to conduct God's power. And you've got to remember, it's humbling. If you're going to build God's kingdom, you've got to do it God's way. If you're going to build your kingdom, you can do it your way. But God has got a pattern. He's got a specific method that he uses to build his kingdom. And I believe that if you look into the word of God, you pray and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal some of these truths, one of the an important truth that he's used in my life multiple times is the truth of humbling or humility. There is a power that comes when you humble yourself before God. And a very popular scripture is found in 2 Chronicles 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways... Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. You see this on little placards. You see this on billboards. You see this all over the place. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith. A lot of times it says will humble themselves and pray. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. But the first thing you've got to do and the first thing I want you to see is you have to humble yourself. You have got to be humble in order to expect to get anything from God. With that in mind, I want us to think that our first step in this endued with power is you have to humble yourself and maybe say, look, I might not have all this figured out. And again, I want to go back to that glass that we talked about being empty I think it's so much easier if someone comes in. Maybe it's that's why God allowed me. And I'm not justifying it, but I'm telling you, I had absolutely nothing in my cup godly. I had absolutely no false teachings, no good teachings, bad teachings. I had no teachings. So when I came into the body of Christ, I had an empty cup. Now, it was nasty on the outside. I, I mean, I'm telling you, I was nothing to write home about. When I started getting this teaching, and when I started reading the Bible for myself, 
I didn't have any misteachings. I didn't have any, quote, false teaching or wrong teaching. I didn't have any teaching. When I'm telling you to dump out your cup and when you start listening to this and dude with power, I just want you to just hear my heart. I want to I want you to hear the word of God. And I kind of want you to kind of enter in because I think we need to be endued with power. I think you and I need to humble ourselves. If we're just fighting against God and against this power thing, we need to just repent. And we just need to listen to what the word, listen to what the Holy Spirit is trying to say through me or through his word. And we need to start entering in to try and take back this world. It is going to hell in a handcart and we need to do something about it. Well, that's enough for now. God, I thank you so much for everything that you're doing in my life. I thank you for this listener. I thank you for this person. Lord, you know right where they are. And I pray in Jesus' name that if I have said anything to offend them or to mislead them, I pray that you would just straighten that up in their spirit, Lord, and help them to enter into your word and help them to get a hunger and to lead them into all truth. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this, and I look forward to visiting with you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.